Alright, what the fuck is up, people? This is Ron Sense. This is Ron. Alright, so uh, we're going to combine a couple things here, I think, and we're briefly going to touch on how terrible my pets were uh, last weekend, right? This Actually, this weekend was good, so I think now I get it on why it is that like people who kind of like claim to be professional gamblers and all like sell you their picks or whatever I, now i get why they sell you your picks because apparently if you just do free picks like they just all fucking lose uh, i mean i that was just a dreadful weekend i mean i was right on that rams money line against the seahawks that i i had and i had that over so that i felt good about you know that helped a lot uh, the Bills not covering because the Colts just, like, decide they're going to finally have some fucking offense and score a touchdown in the last, like, five minutes of the game was infuriating. Uh, and then, obviously, that that Brown-Steelers game was... Uh, I, I mean, when you take the Steelers and the under, and it's 28-0 in the first quarter, I, I mean, at that point, like... For mental health reasons, I, I just turned that game off. I was like, okay, I guess you, you know this is uh, this is fucked. Like that that was just dreadful. I, I was like, I, I I can't even fucking I I don't even know what to do right now. Like I, I just couldn't even look at the game. So that was terrible. And then you know, then I I was like, well, I got to do an episode to cover what I'm going to pick this weekend and. I just didn't fucking do it. Um, I just was really bad about budgeting my time. And, but then I had a great weekend. <laughs> so, I mean, go fucking figure. You know, I took, I took the Bucks in the under last night, Bucks money line in the under. That, that hit. Um, I took the Browns. Uh, I took the over in that game. So that didn't hit. And I actually took the over in the Nick Chubb rushing yards, which also didn't hit. So that game wasn't great. Uh, other than the Browns covering. Um, and then I took the, uh, I, I, I took the Packers. I took the under, which I have to double check on whether or not that actually hit. I, 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 for some reason I'm thinking it may not have actually hit that under. Um, but I took the Packers. I took the under on the Jared Goff rushing yards at six and a half. He had six. Fuck Yeah. I took the under on the Aaron Rodgers rushing yards at nine and a half. He had one. Um, and then I took the over on the Aaron Jones rushing yards, which that was like, he got like all of those. It was like 60, it, it was something like 67 and a half or something like that. And then he had like a 60 yard run in the game. So that was, that was pretty easy money right there. Uh, let me, let me, I'm still double checking here. I'm kind of stalling until I can figure out whether or not that under hit. Cause I, for some reason I'm, I'm thinking that it didn't. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Yeah, that did not hit. That's what I thought. It was 45 and a half and I, yeah, I, I mean, Whatever. Okay, so that that didn't hit, but we hit on um, you know all all these other prop bets and all these bets, and then I took the Bills over the Ravens. Uh, I took the over in that game, so that didn't hit either. Um, but 
I actually live bet the under at 37 and a half in like the, I want to say, oh wait, no, I didn't take the over. Sorry. I, I, uh, I did not take the over. I was looking at a, a different, I was looking at the Browns Kansas city bet, but so I live bet the Ravens bills under at 37 and a half when it was like midway through the first quarter or something like that. Uh, so that hit, so that was, that was nice. So yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, overall a, uh, exceptionally n- nice, uh, weekend. So go figure that, you know, if I don't tell you my picks, they do well. I, I mean, what the fuck? So, <clears throat> I mean, now, right, we've got, uh, the Bills Chiefs in the AFC and we've got the, uh, Bucks, uh, Packers in the NFC. So, uh, I have not seen, let's see, I, I'm sure actually like the lines are already out. So let's, let's take a look here, huh? Okay, so early lines are showing the Packers as a three and a half point favorite and the Chiefs is a three point favorite, <clears throat> um, which is actually, um, either way, I think I want to take the Bills, but with the Patrick Mahomes concussion, I, I mean, it's not a guarantee that he plays. I, I don't think. I, I mean, I, I I mean, more than likely he's going to play, right? But uh, obviously these concussions can be a little bit tricky in terms of like how they get, when they can get out of protocol and all that. So, uh, sorry, as I sip my water. So I like the bills on that, but I think that uh, plus three, uh, uh, may, I mean, maybe that is accounting for the potential that Patrick Mahomes doesn't play. I guess it probably is, but uh, I would think that the, I, I'm not certain why Kansas City would necessarily be, a, uh, you know, or, you know, uh, three points is sort of, uh, I guess generally like a quote unquote even odds is like a home favorite. So like if you're the home team and like basically it's a coin flip game, uh, the home team usually gets three points it is generally kind of how, how it's, you know, kind of shakes out. So if, if the teams are pretty evenly matched, whoever's the home team tends to get the three-point advantage. Um, that That's just kind of a, a typical line. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not probably lecturing anybody on that. I, I think everybody probably is already well aware of that. But just, you know, it's, so to me, that's a little surprising, though, that they would still consider Chiefs favorites at all, uh, even if it's just home favorite. Where if like Mahomes didn't play, you know, especially with how good the Bills are right now. Uh, I mean, I like the Bills in this game. I I mean, the Browns, I think, uh, obviously the Browns, like, I, I, I don't know. They got off to a slow start and that was kind of unfortunate for them. And then they lose their left tackle right off the bat. And so it, that was that was certainly a. Uh, a rough start for the Browns, but they, they did keep the game competitive and obviously they ended up covering, but uh, Mahomes getting hurt obviously could, could have certainly played a role in, in that, but because the chiefs were looking pretty dominant, the majority of that game. Uh, now the Bucks Packers, that is a tough fucking game. I I'm thinking, I think that the Bucks have the, the, better overall team and so i'm leaning towards the bucks but i mean the packers are just playing insane right now i i mean it it just it just seems like the packers offense is 
incapable of not scoring. <laughs> like they are, it, it, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, the fact that they were able to just trounce the Rams defense, who is one of the best defenses this year, that's scary. Now, uh, the one thing is that the Rams offense was pretty dreadful by the end of the year. And uh, the Bucks offense is obviously also one that is pretty scary. I mean, they like the Saints defense is good and the Bucks put up 30 points. Uh, now, granted, obviously, they did have that pick almost six, right? It was like an interception to the like one yard line and then the Bucks pounded in from there. So the you know what the so the Bucks get like 23 points on their own on, on, on offense. It's still pretty impressive. Um, so over under on the Packers Bucks game 51 over under on the Chiefs Bills game 54. Um, yeah, those are going to be hard to say right now. I'm not certain that I've come up with anything there, but yeah, I'm kind of leaning on the leaning towards the Bucks and the Bills. So I guess I'm taking the points on both of these games, but you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, obviously it's early in the week, so I I don't, I'm not committing to these picks, but that's, that's what we got going on in the NFL. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to see the Bills win. And uh, I don't know. I just want, I just want the, the Bills to win it all, honestly. So that's, that's, that's where my head's at. I, I'd just like the Bills to, to win the, the whole thing. But all, all these teams right now are just, playing excellent football so it is actually i i am really excited about both these matchups i i really do feel like these are two awesome matchups so and you know congratulations to uh, cleveland fans i i mean getting the fact that they got to where they got to is impressive and uh is an enormous leap in most cleveland browns fans lives in terms of what they've seen this team do i i mean there's a lot of Cleveland Browns fans who have never seen their team in the playoffs. They've never, they've obviously never seen their team win a playoff game. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they haven't seen a team, their team actually look competitive like this in a long time. So that that's awesome, and and I think that they are only have room to get better right now. I mean, they're still a very young team, so I I, I have no reason to believe that the Browns can't. Uh, continue to be very good here so that's that's pretty exciting and uh, I think that that basically covers our our NFL coverage at, at this moment so we're going to move over to uh, Bachelor I know I, I didn't do any recaps for the first two episodes here so I'm kind of combining the two uh, especially which it, it's not the worst thing in the world because uh, both episodes um, it felt like didn't have a ton kind of going on it, it was sort of like i mean obviously right the first episode is it, you're meeting all the contestants so there's a lot kind of going on off the bat and um that that certainly is uh you know there there's a decent amount to talk about there i mean I, obviously you get all these different intros a lot you know there's girls coming in in lingerie there's girls coming in and in basically dress like non-existent dresses, you know, like it's just covering uh, effectively nothing. Um, and then you had, um, you had Victoria who has her profession as queen, who just calls herself a queen. And, and she is, um, possibly the most 
annoying fucking person I've ever watched on television. I, I just like her level of annoying is so insane. I I just simply cannot believe it. Like I don't even uh, like from the get go. Like when she showed up and she's got her crown and all this stuff. I I was literally like I'm holy fuck. This like is I I don't even I can't even deal with this. So uh, there's her, and then uh, let's see who the fuck was it that showed up with the dildo? Um, was it Katie? I think I think it was Katie. Uh, Katie showed up with the uh, with the vibrator. That was fucking funny, and like I, I thought that was a great move. I, I feel like once you come with like the vibrator, you know, like um, well, phrasing. But once you show up with the vibrator, like, I think you're at least guaranteed to get a, you, you know, to, to move on to, to the next week because there's just no way. It's too much of like a, it's, it's, it, it sets you apart too much not to like get some, something out of it, you know? So, uh, that, that was pretty fucking funny. Um, let's see here. Yeah. As we were talking about here with, uh, you know the showing up with a, a vibrator is just like <laughs> there I, I just don't see how you don't move on once you've kind of done that you know what i mean like um the queen chick is uh victoria is just like very obviously feels like she's being kept around just because like of the content uh you know it's simply i i just don't see how it, that's it's anything other than that right but like i mean because it it's insane when you see all of the girls just already fucking hate this chick um and, and like with for good reason i mean she spent part of episode two just like just sitting there complaining to a fucking producer like she doesn't even have friends and she said she's like i'm not here to make friends which is like Fine, I guess, right? I mean, she isn't. She's here to date Matt. But, like, it doesn't mean she has to be a fucking asshole to everybody for no reason. So, anyways, right? She she is terrible. Um, and then, as so, episode one, Matt is still clearly, you know, kind of getting a feel for it. And still, even in episode two, you're seeing that Matt's just still getting a feel for it. And, like... Uh, I really like Matt a lot, actually. I, I think he's an, an awesome bachelor so far. Um, if if not, maybe a little too naive. He's uh, definitely kind of got like a. I mean, he just he doesn't know what's going on, right? He's, it's like he's just too nice, man. Like I, don't, I just don't even know. Like, and I don't even mean that like he's too nice, like in some sort of like bad way. It's just like, oh my god, he's so fucking nice. <laughs> like, goddamn. What like what a good dude like it, it's certainly at least you know that's the impression we're getting right and I I have I mean I have no reason to assume he's not like he's just like really a good dude and he's just very excited like it just seems like he's actually really excited about meeting all these women he's very engaged with all of them like um it was hilarious during the like when uh you know he's standing out there meeting all these girls and it's just like every single time he's just turning around just staring straight at their ass and I was just like. Yeah, uh, it's all right. I got you, man. I I I, I understand. Like, uh, I I'm certainly uh, 
uh, I, I'd be doing the same thing. I would be doing the same same exact thing. I would be sitting there just like staring at every single girl that just walks by, just like, holy fuck, what in the hell is going on here? Because like he he doesn't have any bachelor background, right? Except for the fact that he's best friends with Tyler Cameron, and so like he's probably gotten some idea of it from Tyler, but largely, right? She he's completely out of this universe, uh, and and he's being you know the main the main uh he's being the bachelor right like and, and you know i like i said i i mean to kind of have this guy have to be the bachelor like as the first time you know like being involved with the show and it's got to be on like a season where they're like still doing kind of like the quarantine stuff i felt like was like a little shitty it was like come on give this like at least just wait you know, a year or something to give this guy like a normal season, but, um, he's, he's doing great. Right. Like, and I, I, I'm really excited to kind of see how this continues on for him. Um, let's see, there's, uh, and his first impression Rose went to, uh, I believe it was Abigail. Yeah. Abigail, who I I really liked in his conversation with her. This is the thing that's actually going to be really tricky with this season is his conversations are extremely genuine and it's really hard to tell like is he like who is he not into right like it just feels like every girl he's talking to is like he's just very present he, he seems very like into it so um i mean i guess that goes to show like he's clearly a people person right like he's just very he he's very good at uh, talking to people and it seems like it, not only is he very good at talking to people but he really likes talking to people and so uh again i i mean who look at me i i you'd think i'm trying to be on uh, one of the contestants at this point right but uh, no i mean i've been uh i've been really impressed so far with him um who who else here was impressive after the on on night one uh not not really that many i guess I, well so i did really like rachel right off the bat uh, on on her first impression with with matt i felt like went really well and um i i don't know she it was another one again i, I at least at the time i was getting a little bit duped in terms of it seemed like he was having this genuine conversation with her but then it's just like that apparently is everybody he's just super genuine so uh otherwise i i think that the the first episode wasn't that uh uh eventful o- other than also i guess katie who did katie tap on the shoulder with her vibrator uh i forget who it was that she tapped i think it was mari maybe that was fucking hilarious like she just shows up and just like tap 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 this fucking vibrator and like hey can i uh you know that's one way to certainly barge in on uh on the conversation so that that's pretty much all episode one and then episode two also like not that eventful uh we have our our first one-on-one he goes with uh brie who i i i thought that that date went seemed to go really well uh they go mudding right on some ATVs. They're having fun on these four wheelers. Matt's kind of doing a lot of like slipping and sliding around. You're like the whole time. I'm just like, what in the fuck? And you, you could tell like Brie was like, I'm not super comfortable with all of this. Like this is kind of sketchy. Like, 
Um, and, so, you know, so sure enough, they, uh, you know, then she gets on with him, of course, right? That has to happen at some point. And then uh, they tip, which, like, it felt like that tip had to have been staged just, like, with the camera angles and, and the way that they ended up on the ground. Because, like, <clears throat> uh, you know, Alicia and I were watching and just, like, holy fuck. Like, because, like, anybody who's actually gone, like, ATVing or, like, anything like that, like, that shit's fucking scary. Like, they could have easily broken legs they could have like they could have gotten their legs pinned under there. They could have broken legs, ankles. They could have uh, like died. I, I mean, literally, like people get fucked up from from those kinds of those kinds of falls. So I I just was astounded at, at the fact that they're just kind of laying there, like literally, like they fell into a position of like they were spooning each other. I'm like, that is just not like, and they weren't even shook. I was like, I would be fucking shook, like, because that is scary. <laughs> like, so it, it it felt like maybe uh, perhaps that was a uh, that was uh, e- yeah, you know that 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 may very well have been staged. But then they they kind of go to, <clears throat> of course, that you know we're back to a patented bachelor hot tub scene. Uh, we did not get any of those while they were in Palm Springs because uh, it's a hundred million degrees in Palm Springs, so we get the nice hot tub scene. Um, we've got you know an excellent like sort of s- slow motion montage, I guess if you will, of Matt undressing. He looks great. His abs are like countless. I, I mean, he has an, an infinite number of abs. Uh, I I mean, just a ridiculous, like, <laughs> scene. But, you know, they always have to have that scene. Uh, and Brie is literally salivating. Like, she's just there, just jaw-dropped. Uh, and then it just, like, cuts away, and then they're in, like, the hot tub. And it was like, whoa. Why is the, you know, it, we're only going to get Matt undressing? I mean, what the fuck? But, um... So that that's how that date goes. I, I think at first it felt like it was a little like aw- not like awkward, but it felt like they weren't necessarily connecting that much. But then they overall they I I think by the end it was like wow that was a really nice date. They they connected really well, and so obviously she got the rose. Um, that's not uh, terribly surprising. So, and anyways, y- you know that. They moving on and and into you know back at the back at uh, the hotel, uh, Victoria is just throwing a fucking fit about the fact that she didn't get the one on one. Like it's like only one person's gonna get the one on one. Like it's literally the first one. Like you didn't get it. Like fucking relax. But she was just freaking out, and not only is like her freaking out annoying but her freaking out's annoying because like the one person it seems like she's getting the most worked up out of it is kit who might be the second most fucking annoying human to ever be on the bachelor like any of the bachelor shows like she first of all her thing says like she's a socialite and like then she claims she's like a fashion designer or whatever and that she's like starting her own fashion uh empire or whatever and it's like literally she lives at home 
Okay, I, I cannot stand when they do this. Like when these fucking contestants come on and they're like, "Oh, you know, I'm a I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a fucking hustler." Blah blah blah. You live at your fucking parents' basement, all right? And like, if your thing says socialite or entrepreneur, like fuck you, all right? You are a bum. Just, just like you might as well put bum, like. So she's like, "Oh, I'm this like fashion." whatever and so like you know victoria's like i'm the queen i'm the queen i'm the queen in the mo like just hilariously annoying and then that gets kit all worked up and then you got kit saying dumbass shit like i'm the i'm the ceo president you know all all this stuff i'm like parents basement shut the fuck up like god like, you bum. You bum. Uh, I mean, unbelievable. And it's like, you're 21. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's fine that you're 21 and, like, you're still figuring things out. But if you're showing up, like, I, as if, like, I'm the boss, like, no, you're a bum. You're a loser. And and it's like, it, and it's, she only very vaguely talks about the fact that, like, she is, like, this fashion, you know, entrepreneur or whatever, which, by the way, she's, her mom is, like, a, a famous fucking fashion designer. So, like, talk about, you know, literally just being handed the keys. Uh, I, I mean, so she sucks. Uh, certainly will have, you know, not even be remotely upset about her getting bonged sometime soon. Uh, but we, we shall see how that continues on. So, anyways, right, so the, everyone's back at the hotel and, and a lot of these girls are kind of getting along, which, by the way, there's the most girls of, of all time on the show. 32. That's a fuckload of them. That's so many. So, like, you, you know, that only one person's getting the goddamn fucking first, first date. Like, and then, you know, uh, so... Victoria's just chatting off the ear of this producer who's probably just sitting there like, fuck this person. Uh, I mean, like, what in the fuck? Leave me alone. <laughs> so, uh, right, like, so they, uh, they, they're, they're sitting around, whatever, they're in Nema colon, which I, I thought was actually a pretty good idea as far as, like, where to, to take the, um, uh, you know, take them if they had to do this as a, uh, as like a quarantine kind of season or whatever. Right. So they, they, uh, then they come back. Brie obviously has a rose. All, all these, you know, chicks are kind of being nuts about it or whatever. And, uh, then there's the group date and we get, um, what's his face? The ph photographer back. I forget his name, but he is fucking hilarious this dude kills me like <laughs> i mean he he's and but like and and this is the thing again where it's like maybe it's just because it's the quarantine type of episode and they have to be on this hotel plot and like what do you do for all these dates and stuff but they keep going to these like wedding photo shoots and shit and i'm just like this is a terrible date like it's First of all, it's cold outside. They're in Pennsylvania. It's raining. And then they're going to do this shoot outside. You know, these, you know, these girls are going to be wearing fucking wedding dresses and shit. And they do these, like, wedding pictures. 
like, how is that not the most awkward possible fucking date? Like, and, and I mean, I get right that this is a show. This is for content and also for them to, like, find love, right? But, uh, I, I mean, just, like, the sheer fact that th- this, like, uh, they just keep going to this goddamn wedding photo shoot thing. Just, like, they just did it in the, you know, with Taisha as well. And it's just, like, it's so weird. Like, it's just... I don't get why they keep pushing it. But the photographer, fucking hilarious. And then they follow that up by making it into, like, a game, which I was like, okay, here we go. And it did not disappoint. It was, like, basically capture the flag, but it's capture the heart. And they're just like, it's no rules, do whatever the fuck you want. And it most certainly was no rules, do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, these girls were out here just smacking each other with purses and fucking just covering each other in paint. And I was just like, God damn, those are probably like pretty nice, like expensive wedding dresses that are just getting dominated with paint, <laughs> like you know, just getting decimated. But hey, they make a lot of money, I guess. So, uh, so like these girls, I mean, just pelted. Some of these girls, and some of these girls just got fucking pelted with all this paint and shit. It was so goddamn funny, and. Um, and so, uh, who was the MVP of the, of it? I, I forget who was the MVP. Um, mm, was it Mari? I think it might've been Mari <clears throat> who got MVP. I, I forget. Or, let's look here. Look here, or was it MJ? I can't fucking remember. I, I, this is the problem with taking so long to come out with this episode, huh? Um, because I don't think it was Lauren or Sarah, but they both got roses ahead of time. But I can't remember why. It was definitely, it was definitely not Lauren. But I do like Lauren a lot. I, I was glad that she got a rose because I, I, I'm kind of into her I, I love that she's an attorney she's 29 she's from florida like it just feels like uh there's a lot kind of going on there that works really well and, and i always like when these these girls come on and like they're just like their own person right like she's an attorney like she's per, like so well off on her own right like she's clearly intelligent like to some degree although i think attorney is kind of an overrated thing i don't think you have to be that smart to be an attorney but she comes off as very intelligent and she's a corporate attorney which shows she's smart because that's where the fucking money is um and like she just uh, i like you know kind of her uh aura i guess if you will you know she like she just comes off like very very likable so uh, I like when these contestants come on. And that's why, like, uh, fucking, um, what's her name, on Peter's season, who he ended up getting with in the end anyways, that was my favorite fucking person. And it was just like, why the fuck, like, did, was she just like, because she's the one who showed up and she's like, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm actually an attorney. Like, I actually have a real job and a real life. And, like, all these other girls are just, like, fucking bums. So uh, I like when, when they come on and, like, they're actually just, like, real people. But 
anyways, right, so there's someone who gets that MVP, um, and then that's when it was, oh, Rachel just, like, this is where it's just, like, you're just, like, wow, this chick just is not aware of, like, how competition works, and, like, and, and clearly, like, is not, like, and just clearly not an athlete, I guess, you know, like, for lack of a better term, it just, she's, like, sobbing, she's, like, I worked harder than everybody else and I should have deserved like our team should have won I worked harder than everyone on our team blah blah I'm like you didn't even get the MVP shut the fuck up like that other chick was like all over the place like way better than you so whatever like you know um otherwise this is uh you know that basically kind of sums up like the the entirety of intrigue within that season to be honest so uh, i or i mean within that episode so uh, you know we're, we'll see how this week's episode goes i assume there's one this week uh i mean there should be but so we'll see how this week's episode goes i, I mean i do like the season so far it's just kind of like it's kind of felt like there isn't that much to talk about i mean because it's like how much can we talk about the fact that Victoria is possibly the most annoying human being on the planet? Uh, and Kit is trying to give her a run for her money on that on that title. And what else? What, I, Matt's fucking nice as hell. Like, I, I don't know what else is there. So we'll, we'll kind of stay tuned. We'll see what's going on. Um, and and I'll, I'll try and get another episode out sooner. Uh, the NFL bets, like I said, I, I, I'm not sold yet on whether or not that's that's uh, you know my pick, my picks are going to be the Bucks and the Bills, but that's what I'm leaning towards off the bat, and and I'll try and maybe get an episode out later this week to kind of confirm uh, what those picks will be, and so uh, that's that's it for this episode. I know it's a little bit of a shorter one, but wasn't that much to talk about so peace out yeah we're walking on cloud nine i've been a fool to live without your love it's like i've been waiting on